quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Frugality can be a great discipline to get you to a financial goal, but it's important to ask yourself once you arrive at that goal, what's the real goal in your life. Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Welcome back, Best Ever listeners, to another episode of Passive Investor Tips. I'm your host, Travis Watts. In today's episode, we are talking about frugality. What got you here won't get you where you're going. Disclaimers as always, never financial advice, not telling you or anyone else what to do. I'm not a financial advisor, CPA, or attorney, so please seek license advice. With that top of mind, first of all, I just want to say that not all investors get to their goal of, let's say, financial independence by being frugal, but it was certainly part of my story. It was a big part of my story, in fact, and the more investors I've spoken to over the years, I've just found that this is a very common strategy that people use to get to financial goals. But interestingly enough, there was an article by CNBC that was recently published that suggests 68% of the world's richest people are self-made. And you know, it can be tough to get wealthy if you're frivolously spending your money on things you don't need Hence why so many wealthy people have chosen a path of frugality. Now, a quick note on the difference between being cheap and being frugal. So cheap is simply refusing to spend money on something because it's expensive, regardless of what it is. So it's more of a money hoarding type of mentality. Frugal is being focused on value. So something may be expensive from a dollar perspective, but it may be worth pursuing, investing in, or buying. For example, a cheap person may not spend a lot of money on a vehicle using the rationale that why would I pay $50,000 for a vehicle that just gets me from A to B if I could buy a used vehicle for $10,000? A frugal person, on the other hand, might choose to buy a vehicle for $50,000, let's say, which is still expensive, if they see some type of value in it. For example, what if a person could buy a luxury vehicle for a 40% discount used private party? They might be able to turn around and flip the vehicle for a profit. They might be able to use that vehicle for one, two, or three years and then sell it for perhaps the same price that they paid for it. So there's still a value to be had despite the price. So what we're talking about in today's episode is being frugal, not being cheap. And the point of this episode is to examine how frugality can be a great method and strategy to get you to your initial goal, if it's a financial goal. However, it may not be the best strategy to use moving forward from that point to design an optimal lifestyle. And I'll share a quick story with you of somebody I know, and she's a self-made millionaire. She is financially independent today, but she certainly didn't start there. She started from lower middle class, humble beginnings, borderline poverty, in fact. 
So the first goal in her journey was simply to get a job and to start making money and saving it. So she began her frugality journey for decades, in fact. And when she inevitably reached financial independence on her terms, she remained being frugal for a short period of time, but quickly realized that she had a lot of excess income that she was never going to need to live her optimal lifestyle on her terms. And at this point, the game had changed for her. Suddenly, it wasn't about buying the off-brand using coupons and finding every way possible to save a dollar. It became about spending money at this point on the things that truly added value to her life. And some of these included charity, helping others, buying the food she really wanted to eat, traveling where she wanted to go, and overall just optimizing her lifestyle. And I refer to this as lifestyle design. And to me personally, this is the ultimate goal of financial independence. It's living a life on your terms. We'll get back to the show with the first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Deciding how to invest your capital is more challenging than ever. That's why it's never been more important to partner with a company with a solid track record and that has thrived through various economic cycles. Companies like BAM Capital. BAM Capital is a trusted multifamily syndicator that has delivered a historical average of over 35% IRR with an average hold period of three and a half years. BAM Capital has never missed a preferred payment, never lost an LP's investment, and never called capital past the subscription amount. BAM Capital is currently raising capital for a fund designed for accredited investors targeting a 15 to 20% IRR and a 2 to 2.5x equity multiple to its investors over a three to five year hold period. If you're an accredited investor and you want to learn more about multifamily investment opportunities with BAM Capital, visit capital.thebamcompanies.com. Again, that's capital.thebamcompanies.com. Are you a real estate investor looking to break into the multifamily investing space? Have you heard of MFIN Con happening in Charlotte, North Carolina, June 12th through the 14th? The Multifamily Investor Nation Convention is a place to learn from over 60 high-level apartment investors while networking with more than 700 additional investors. If that's not enough for you, A-Rod, yep, Alex Rodriguez, 12-time Major League Baseball All-Star with over $700 million of commercial real estate assets, will be live and in person speaking at the event. Also speaking is the one and only Dr. Robert Cialdini, the godfather of influence and the award-winning author. I personally love his books. So be sure to secure your tickets to this live in-person event before they're gone. Go to MFINCon.com for more details. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. Visit MFINCON.com today. Use the promo code BESTEVER to get $200 off your tickets. That's MFINCON.com. And this paradigm shift can also relate to investing in general. It's important to recognize that the game is likely to change over time. In other words, what you begin investing in early on in your journey will likely not be the same as what you end up investing in years later down the road. And I'll use my own investing journey as an example. When I first got started, I was doing a lot of high-risk, high-reward type of investing. A good example years ago would have been when I fix and flipped properties. So a lot of my annualized returns were quite impressive by percentage. I might have been getting a 30 to 100% return on investment in any given year. But again, these were very risky. 
and very time intensive and not something I wanted to do long term. So fast forwarding years later, when I became a full-time passive income investor, my yield went substantially down. However, my focus had changed. My priorities had changed to preservation of capital. I didn't want to lose what I had created over all these years. And it also made sense to do so from a dollar-by-dollar perspective. And I'll explain that. So let's say, for example purposes, years ago, I had $100,000 to invest. That was my total amount of capital. So if I were to do a fix and flip, let's say for simple math, I flipped a property and made a 50% return on my money. Well, in that particular year, that would have amounted to $50,000 from a dollar perspective. But moving forward years later, let's say I had a million dollars to work with in my portfolio. And let's say I made several passive income investments and spread the risk out and only received a 6% annualized return. Well, that would be $60,000 from a dollar-by-dollar perspective. So still more money from a dollar-by-dollar perspective, but also a new focus on preservation of capital, being able to diversify the portfolio more broadly in different markets, and not having the time commitment that's required to flip houses. So there's a couple takeaways in the short episode. And number one is that frugality can be a great discipline to get you to a financial goal, but it's important to ask yourself once you arrive at that goal, what's the real goal in your life? Is it to stockpile extra cash or is it to live an optimal lifestyle? And number two, it's not the strongest that survive, it's the most adaptable. So remember to be an adaptable investor and yes, seek out the highest and best opportunities that meet your goals, objectives, and risk tolerance, but also be open-minded to the fact that the game is probably going to change over time. Something to think about here for the week. You're listening to Passive Investor Tips. I'm your host, Travis Watts. Please like, share, and subscribe to these episodes. Share these with anyone you think could find value. I purposefully make these five to seven minutes in length. That's my target time frame. No fluff, right to the point to add the most value to you. Have a best ever week, and we'll see you on the next episode. Hi, best ever listeners. Joe Fairless here again. And one last thing before you go, would you like to receive a short weekly email with proven tips from experienced investors, free tools and resources, and a roundup of the week's most relevant news and best ever content? Well, if so, join the community of nearly 15,000 commercial real estate passive and active investors who receive the best ever newsletter. Just go to bestevercre.com forward slash access and you'll get the very next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, thank you for listening and have a best ever day.